from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com at your one-stop sports shop and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. I hope everybody's having themselves a great morning. We got a bunch of snow in central New York yesterday night, so hopefully you're being safe and hopefully you're taking care of yourself out there with the weather that's going on right now in central and upstate New York. One of the things that's going on in central and upstate New York that's absolutely tremendously amazing is the success of the Syracuse football team. They are 9-3. and three. They await their bowl bid, and they are more than excited for the opportunity that's going to be coming up next, a team that has not won nine or more games since back in 2001 under Paul Pascaloni when the team went 10-3 and three and won their bowl game. So ecstatic to have the opportunity to see what Syracuse is going to do in this bowl season and ecstatic for the seniors that have fought so hard to get to the place that they are today, which is to have that bowl bid. The guys like Cody Conway and, uh, and, and Eric Dungy and Dante Strickland and Antoine Cordy and so on and so forth. So it is a great honor for this team to be where they are today. And I am more than proud to tell you that five different Syracuse players uh, in the history of Syracuse football will be joining me on the show today. I promised you that all week long we'd have Syracuse football coverage, and I keep my promises. So we're starting off the show with Ian McIntosh, and then we'll be going to Michael Owens, Dana Cottrell, Jay Bromley, and Rob Carpenter will all be joining the broadcast today. So let's not spend any more time waiting on the man. Ian McIntosh is here on the live line, and we're happy to have him. Ian, how are we doing today? Dan, I'm doing well, man. I appreciate the invite. Absolutely. And, and Ian, I got to ask you, I mean, you had success, obviously, while you're at Syracuse. You and your brother did some great things for the team and were surrounded by some great teammates. What can you say about where Syracuse is at right now? It's been a very, very long time. When you were playing, Syracuse was supposed to be good. And nowadays, Syracuse is trying to be good again. So what have you seen from this team and, and, and what they've been doing right now to try and get back to those moments where the team is supposed to win and, and not be an underdog? Yeah, I'll tell you, uh, in all the games that, that I've seen, the guys are, are competitive. I was actually up at the Florida State game, and you can see uh, like the development in, in our players, just, just how they look physically. You know, you talk about casting the eyeball test, right? Our guys look the part. Now, you go there and you how they're developed. I mean, you just know that they are strong, powerful, and fast. So that was the first indication I saw at the Florida State camp. Wow, these guys look better than the Florida State guys, right? That's number one. Number two, you know, they've been dominating at the, the line of scrimmage. You see them just finishing plays, going and playing past the whistle. They're playing fast. They're playing hard. They're winning games, and, and Syracuse football is, is relevant again. They're part of the conversation. You, you see uh, on, on game day, right, Syracuse highlighted, and the commentators are, are excited to be talking about Syracuse again. So, you know, it's nice to be relevant in college football again. I'll tell you what, man, huge smile. And for you as a former player, like you said, it's nice to be relevant again. How have you handled the last decade plus? Because Syracuse has been that team that, 
teams expect to defeat. You know, they haven't been talked about a lot out there. They've been ridiculed and, and put down. And, you know, how have you responded to that? Because you've had to live through this decade, decade plus of, of seeing a team that, you know, a lot of people wanted to not say the nicest things about. Yeah, you know, I just had to, to, to take my punches, man, and just uh, and just deal with it. And I had to kind of live in the past, right, and kind of hope for the future. Um, and then I know that when we, we hired uh, Dino, uh, and then we, when we hired um, John, our, uh, our AD, man, those two guys together are, are, are magic, man. They have got great personalities. Uh, people naturally gravitate towards these guys, um, and they're winners. You know, so when I, I met Dino... And then I, I met the uh, the AD, and he hosts us over at his house for, for for dinner. You can just just feel the passion and, and just just the sincere interest in getting this place uh, headed in in the right direction. So I mean, literally right there at that Florida State weekend, I knew there was something special going on uh, in the program. The kids believe in each other, which is most important. Um, they have faith in each other, which is most important, and now they have confidence that they can win and they can play with anybody, right? They've beaten Clemson, they beat Virginia Tech, right? And all these games that they lost, they're in them and they're just barely losing by a couple inches. So these guys have confidence now. They, they've come around and, uh, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm happy as a clam, but, uh, you know, I will tell you those, those couple years being, being in the basement, they, they were tough. You know, you kind of had to power through and just, you know, I, I watched the games, you know, from – Getting to the end, you know, I am an Orangeman through and through, but uh, I certainly am a, and a proud Orangeman today. And speaking here with Ian McIntosh, former Syracuse player, Ian, you had the opportunity to, you know, be on both sides of the ball when you were at Syracuse. What can you say about, you know, uh, being a, a wide receiver, being a defensive back, you know, having the opportunity to be used on both ends? Because that's happened to a lot of players. Uh, a lot of guys have tried different things, or if they end up being a DB, they're used as a special teams returner for kick or punt returns. What did you like about that? What can you say about the, the opportunity to be on both sides and the, the school kind of figuring out where you were going to be best? Uh, so for me, so I came in as a, as a wide receiver, and we had a, a talented bunch of a wide receivers, and I was fortunate enough to, to play as a freshman. You had Kevin Johnson, Jim Turner, you know, Clinton Spotwood, uh, you know, Jeff Lowe, Pat Woodcock. You know, they were all there, and we were all competitive in, in, in competing for time. And uh, while it was great catching passes, uh, you know, from, from Don McNabb and, you know, Conrad and playing on the same side of the ball as, as my brother, for me, you know, I, I, I looked at the defense and I looked at the defensive backs and I saw how they kind of were playing with a little bit more moxie and a little bit more swagger and kind of, you know, walking the walk and having a little bit more fun on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so for me, seeing kind of the receivers, how many we had, and I was still getting playing time, plenty of playing time, I opted to go over to defense because that's just kind of where, you know, I had my passion. My passion was on defense. And when you had your time at Syracuse, to, to go back to that and just see what, you know, you were able to accomplish, what the team was able to do, is there any parallel? Can you see anything when you watch the team this year? I know you said – that it's a group of guys that really truly care about each other. Do you have any parallels between when the time you played and then what you have been seeing on film and seeing when you came up for the Florida State game? 
Yeah, I, I, what I see more than anything is that that, that the guys are, are together as, as one unit, right? Um, through good and bad, wins and losses, you know, these guys are a team. One thing that they haven't done and one thing we didn't do is they weren't pointing the finger, right? They're not pointing the finger at the offense for not putting up enough points. They're not pointing the finger at the defense for not stopping the opponent. So that's one thing that I noticed. I haven't read. I haven't seen. You haven't seen guys on the sideline squabble, pointing fingers, yelling at each other. So it's, there's this camaraderie, you know, in, 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 in this togetherness that, that I see that these guys truly love each other, care for each other, and want to win for each other, right? And so we had that, that same type of mentality when I played. And when you see this, you know, for each other, be by each other, care for each other, do what you can for each other. Eric Dungy has been somebody who, you know, I've been saying over and over, he has the dog mentality. You know, he wants to play, he wants to win, he wants to be there for his guys, he wants to have it, he needs to have it. He came back and played in that Boston College game after having back spasms and being in the hospital. What can first and foremost, what do you think of Eric Dungy as a player? And then secondly, would you put Eric Dungy in the NFL? Uh, so Eric Eric Dungey is a he's a champion. Uh, he is is a warrior. A guy is a leader on his back this year and uh, played with determination and focus. And he's gotten his ass kicked, man, over the last three years. But uh, you know what I mean? He hasn't had any winning season. He hasn't been to one bowl game. I, I went to four bowl games in four years. Eric hasn't been to one. So I am he is man as happy as a clam to be finishing out his career making Syracuse University relevant again, putting it back on the map. You know, Eric Dungy is the leader of that team and the rest of the seniors. But, I mean, look at, look at the way that the quarterback is playing because if the quarterback doesn't play well, he'll win any game, okay? So Eric's level of play this year has been unbelievable. Extremely proud of him. Very, very proud of him. From Orangeman to Orangeman, extremely proud of him. Man, couldn't be any more proud of him. And so what's your second question? Is he an NFL? Would you draft oh, yeah. him into the NFL? Yeah, yep, definitely. Yeah, definitely. The guy, listen there. He's a big kid. He's a physical kid. He's got a great arm. He's smart as the whip. And the uh, guy makes plays. Fair enough on that. Coach Babers, before uh, we, we finish up here with Ian McIntosh, Syracuse, wide receiver and DB alum, what can you say about, uh, about Dino Babers and what he's been and what he's done, what he's accomplished for this team, he's in his third season, and they have more wins now this season than they had in the first two combined. Four and yeah. eight, four and eight, now nine and three. What do you think about Dino? Because I know you've you had the opportunity to come up here and be around the program, like you said earlier this year. Yeah, no, he he's the man. He is the man. He's uh he's charismatic. Uh, he's enthusiastic and enthusiastic. The, the players are are like you know look at him like a father. You know what I mean? And and he leads this program. They gravitate towards him. They believe in him and what he says, uh, and he's committed to these guys, man. You know, he laid out a, out a vision when he first, uh, you know, stepped up to the uh, to the plate and, 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 and took uh, took over the program. And he basically said it's going to take you know three years to get this thing going. And sure enough, three years, and we're going. You know, so hopefully we can continue, uh, you know, where we are and build upon this and, and continue to get better. And I'll tell you, the best thing about the bowl game 
is Coach Babers and his staff, they have 15 extra practices. So they have an additional spring practice, if you will, right now to get prepared for the bowl game. So that's going to allow them to further develop their players, so young players, right, into something special. Go play a bowl game, win a bowl game, have a great time on the road, right? Then they'll come back to work out through winter workout, and then they'll have another spring ball session where they can get further development. So now this spring ball goes from 15 practices technically now to 30 practices, right? And so the chance to kind of to, to further you know, develop these players and build upon what they did this year, man. It, it's a great opportunity for the program. That coming from Ian McIntosh. And we don't know where Syracuse is going to be playing yet. I think that they have they deserve to be down in warm weather and down in Florida. I have them being in the Camping World Bowl, Camping World Stadium against West Virginia on December 28th. Some predictions have that. Some predictions don't. What do you think? I think, I think Syracuse oh, fans deserve to be in the South. Yeah, but without question, get, get them out of the cold. We play, we, you know, we're, we're up in the cold. We won nine games, right? We're second in our division. You know, we deserve to go to a warm weather bowl game. I'll tell you what, if we do play West Virginia, you know, watch out. You know, that score, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I just hope it doesn't get to the 60s and the 70s and turn out to be like a basketball game. You know how the Big 12 plays football. Yeah, yeah. so it, it would definitely be in a – an interesting one, but I think that we, we deserve to be in warm weather and I deserve to be in Disney during that week. So Without question. That coming from Ian McIntosh, Syracuse Orange alum. Ian, as always, love having you on the show, and I hope you had a great holiday, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Awesome, Dan. Appreciate it. Go Orange.